Welcome to Talk on the Way, where we have conversations of faith, life, and being better humans. I just want to try this, see how it works. One, two, three. I don't know if that worked. I don't know. How about this? Hello, Sergi. Uh, hello. Are we good? <laughs> we're live? Yeah, we're good. Is that I the can... intro? No, no, that's not the intro. Do you? Am... No. All right. So it has been a while. Welcome, everyone, to Talk on the Way. So yeah. it's been a minute. We've been busy. Um, so for this, this will officially be season two. Do you remember our intro that we use mm, nope i have to pull up the document that might be a good idea <laughs> while you're pulling it up i'm going to go ahead and just read it to save time thank you yep. listeners for bearing with us welcome to talk on the way a podcast where we talk about life faith and being better humans so here we are beautiful Start of season two, buddy. So, Heck yeah, I'm stoked on it. This will be a bit of kind of, probably a shorter episode. We're just kind of wanting to touch base because you and I haven't even had a chance to talk a lot. We're both busy people. We probably ought to work on that in general just because we just lately we've both been busy and haven't talked as much. Uh, but mm-hmm. This one will just kind of be a recap of last year. And then I'm thinking we can talk about what we're looking for uh, 2023, both personally and for the podcast. Um, I know you got Mm -hmm. some stuff going on. I got some stuff going on. Uh, So, yeah, that's the idea. But again, we're here to be better humans. We're going to talk about faith issues for sure. And we're going to talk about, you know, like just what's happening in our lives where god is teaching us or maybe wrecking us you know and things so Mm -hmm. we won't change format too much but uh just to get going i mean what was uh last year like for you in the kutrovsky household yeah um you know the first thing that comes to my mind would be it was very fast-paced uh, last year we moved to a new place if folks remember if you remember uh so settling into a new place basically opening up a new cafe and deja getting a new job there was a lot of new things that at times felt unsettled uh, mm-hmm. because there were big things they were good things but it took i would say it took a toll on us just as people, mm-hmm. it was a lot of change that happened all at once. And the reality is uh, Deja and I were talking to our pastors. And one of the things that they highlighted for us, which hundred percent spot on is we've been going through a lot of change since day one. I mean, we left yeah. uh, Jacksonville, St. Augustine in 2019. Uh, we've Deja has had three different jobs I've helped open up two different cafes and my own roasting company. Um, We've basically lived in three different houses, had a child, 
And Deja and I are still growing to get to know each other because we've Mm -hmm. been together for only four years. Right. So a lot of change. And we really, really felt that change happen in 2022 in our personal lives. Um, On top of that, you know, trying to manage life post-COVID. What does that look like? Uh, How do you reshape your social life? How do you change? And uh, how do you personally, like, Think about things outside and post-pandemic, even though things didn't fully go back to quote-unquote normal, but things felt like they used to feel Mm -hmm. to a degree. All of that verbiage for me still slightly uncomfortable. Right. So a lot of change, a lot of transition. So now in 2023, I'm looking looking to maybe a little more stability. Mm. and I, I want to say the word rest, but that's not a that's not a reality right now. And that's something I probably should work on in being a better human to myself and also to my community and to the social circles I'm in, you know, connected to is rest is really a way to be healthier personally, but then be of better service to the world. Mm-hmm. So that's something that that that's a, there's going to be definitely a challenge for me because I'm not slowing down. I'm also getting much busier. We'll maybe talk more about this. Um, my the business is growing, the cafes are growing, opportunities are arising. I'm way more involved in the church than I ever was. Uh, even even back in Florida, word like I was involved in the church. You know kind of my story. And mm-hmm. if there's any new listeners, we'll probably share more of my story as we keep going through season two. But I was involved in the uh, church, but now I feel like I'm more grounded in the ch- church. And that's one thing we, you and I can talk about in this coming season is uh, what does it mean for me to be an evangelical? Or what does it mean for me to be an ex-evangelical? Right. You know, Ward, and I, Ward, you and I have had this conversation a lot. You know, you kind of cling to that idea, and I have a hard time adapting the identity of an ex-evangelical, even though I, I think like a lot of ex-evangelicals, but I'm not ready to let go of the handle. Right. That was a long rant. No, that's good. I mean, I don't want to take too long on it, but I do have like some questions, I guess. I mean, first off, I can agree with you. Uh, I, while I am not married and I don't have a kid, I have definitely had some changes as well this year. So, uh, lack of stability makes sense. Uh, I I'll touch on that when I touch on me some, but also I just, I mean, you know, I'm in contact with you. I'm in a little bit of contact with Deja, you know, just mostly like liking stories on Instagram and things like that, Mm -hmm. which talk on the way podcast has an instagram real quick everyone follow it that that's one of the goals when we get to looking ahead uh but anyways so i mean we can pause i mean i would like to pause and recognize how well you've done in maintaining and managing that instagram because i fell off the deep end and i 
there's a few times where you hit me up. It's like, you know, you should kind of like poke your face up in there. And I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to, I need to do that. Like, uh, I'm going to, you know, maybe, uh, record a Christmas or a holiday or a new year's greeting. And I had it in my mind. I had like reflections on, uh, Mary and stuff like that and never got around to do it. It's hard, man. It's busy. And I know how busy I am. And it's just me. I'm not also married and with a kid. So I know how busy it is for you. Uh, But yeah, I just so I mean, I know that's going through a lot of and yet and the idea of like, I don't know what it's like to do it with a partner, much less with a child. Right. Uh, But I mean, from the outside looking in, it seems like you and her have definitely hit some milestones. Like she seems to, again, I don't want to speak for her, but what I've seen on Instagram is the new job she seems to like, and it's pretty new. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty darn new. And then, like you said, y'all moved and mirror coffee roasters where your brother is blowing up. I got to do a, uh just like a review or like a customer's comments he asked me to do that and i told him i would yeah. i was like it's gonna it's gonna be about cold brew and he's like yeah that's fine but anyways yeah so that obviously is growing and everything that's going on so i know it's got to be tough i'm glad that you have people the the two of you trust and that that you have other voices to help instead of just trying to like figure it out on your own. I'm a big believer in that, whether it's a For past, sure. whether it's a pastor you trust, because I mean, sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not, uh, or if mm-hmm. it's counseling or so forth, that's real. I'm happy that y'all are doing that, you know? And, and I mean, at this point, I, I can, I don't, while I'm obviously closer to you, I do consider her a friend, you know, she's not just, Oh, that's my friend's wife. You know what I mean? We're so, 100%. Yeah. So so I'm happy that y'all are going through all those things uh, or going through those and it seems the right way. And obviously, all the pictures and stuff of rain is just awesome to see. So that's seeing. Thank you. Seeing, yeah. Seeing her is just great. Uh, but no, I mean. Again, we just need to be in better communication in general, but I totally I definitely look forward to all of the good that'll come for the three of you in this year. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Not not to keep hammering into our tagline of being better humans, but one of those things is being better at communication and being more intentional about staying connected. Right. That's crucial. That's super important. Uh, that's definitely a struggle of mine. Um, again, I've said this so many times, but I value your friendship so much and I value your input so much and perspectives. Um, so you're an important person in my life. Therefore, I should be a little more adamant about staying in touch, but I'm awful at it and I hate <laughs> it. And I, it's not that I feel guilty about it. I get it, but I also don't agree with myself. Like right. I should, this is important to me. Like I mm-hmm. need to prioritize things I see that are valuable, but you know. And I mean, on a new s- year, new year. New- yeah. New year. <laughs> not really. Yeah. I'm doing, I mean, same thing for me. I'm, we hit each other up about the same, you know, I mean, 
and we're late to respond to each other about the same. So it's just that, you know, getting into it. But also, so for me, just to talk about last year, because I can roll that into it. So last year was weird. I was coming. I was also like getting used to life. So in Florida, life seemed normal a lot quicker probably than where y'all are as far as post-COVID. But I very much had to like figure out what I was doing in a way because a lot of the creative parts of me, aside from this podcast and then the Top Plays podcast that me and my buddy Tyler do, those have been a lot of fun, but those have been the only really creative stuff I've been doing. I'm not, I haven't booked shows since before COVID, like, you know, locally mm-hmm. here in town or yeah. anything like that. Really, COVID sapped my creativity in a lot of ways. I started working on a book. It's a, it was a short story that I've been working on for almost two years now. And I, I touch it. Come at, on, dude. I touch it at best once a week. I mean, <laughs> Uh, But anyways, so I was really trying to have to figure out what I was doing. But with that was also this church that was ending and did end Mm -hmm. in May. That was not only a church community that I knew was always going to be temporary for me, but it was a church community that was also a big part of my income. It was my job. And a lot of the parts of that were creative. And so I lost that in May. I switched to another job within the company I already worked for. Basically, I went full-time with the company, working three days in one position that I had been working at Mustache, this uh, like man supply shop, and then two days in another position with the company. Well, things got slow. So two things happened. We want to talk about lack of stability. Well, three things. I had surgery. Yeah. That... Um, that was really unsure what was going to happen. You know, like the surgery seems to be going good and we can touch on that, you know, when we look at the new year, but I had surgery that put me out of work for a while. I went back to work. I was also working just once a week in this bar called slugs, just like sports bar, a lot of locals, awesome job, but it was the busiest I've ever been. Cause I was literally working almost daily and on thursdays i was at work at 7 a.m left work at 3 30 went to the bar was at the bar till 1 or 1 30 got home and then was at work again at 7 a.m on friday so i was just very busy and but i enjoyed it well that bar is closed so i lost that job mm. uh then so that happened in november we found out that was going to end at the end of the year and then about halfway through december they let me know that work was so has slowed down. So I was no longer going to be doing my Thursday, Friday job. So I had to scramble, not really scramble, really, it worked out very well, but I had to find new work so that I could still be full time. Luckily, I am still working with the same company. There was another position that opened up. It, uh, it's still just lack of stability, though. And all of that happened at Christmas. So it's like, First half of 2022, I was figuring things out. You and I were rolling with this. I was doing stuff. I was enjoying the job at the bar and I had full income. Then like the then October I had surgery. And from that point on, it's just been, I feel like it's every month 
change, a big change to work through. So like, I mean, 2022 was really just dealing with change and lack of stability for me. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> looking back on it, it wasn't as hard as it felt in the moment, which is all on honestly the case a lot with stuff. You know, it feels hard, especially someone mm-hmm. with me that has anxiety. It feels really difficult in the in the moment. And uh, mm-hmm. but yes, that was a lot of it for me. Was just here I was trying to figure out what's next in some aspects and also with church, you know, you talked about you're more rooted in the church than you've ever been since May. I've just been bouncing around. I've been enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I have been enjoying that, but I've definitely just been bouncing around. So again, lack of stability in that aspect too. So yeah, just the second half of the year, especially fall, just, lack of stability lack of stability just like every time i turn around there's some kind of change i'm gonna have to work through so i mean that so like looking at this year i want to try to you know like i'm hoping less of that you know i'm hoping a lot less of change and also that i can get back into the creative stuff that you know find who am i as a creative person, you know, find that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a, that's an excellent update. I think specifically the thing that I want to know the most is how are you feeling? So I'm feeling pretty good. So I'm mentally, one of the things I've realized is through all of this change, especially with the job stuff, because financially it got real scary, but it was usually scary for like a day, two days tops. Part of that is just a, a little piece about it. Like, hey, I can buy less vinyl right now because I'm making a good bit yep. less money. Uh, but also on top of that, things did work out very well. And a non-believer would call it like coincidence or perseverance. And I think that's part of it. I had to do mm-hmm. things. But also it's like, I do believe I see God in that. You know, like while what I'm doing now is less pay, it literally the same day I'm told I can't work and it was production was the t- Thursday and Thursday, Thursday and Friday job. The same day I got told I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that anymore. Uh, someone where I am now um, by like immediate supervisor for Thursdays and Fridays. Now he was like, Hey, so-and-so just put in their two weeks notice. So you can definitely come on here. So it was like, um, I really feel like, I do believe I have the fa- I have faith and I feel like that was a God thing in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel like I have, I've had like some peace and mentally I feel pretty well. Okay. I'm in a good mental headspace for the most part, which is awesome. I have been for a while, even when the church stuff was rocky, I was okay. Cause I knew it was always be temporary for me. Um, mm-hmm. And and so yeah, I'm I'm in a good place there. And then physically, post surgery, I am doing better. I had actually an update today, and they did an MRI. And the doctor told me today when I met with him, he said your MRI look. His word was perfect. I have some mm, stiffness. Oh yeah, really mm-hmm. good to hear. I have stiffness in my neck that he says should get better in time, and I've already noticed it getting better. 
for a long time, I couldn't really exercise. And the main goal of this surgery, I had two discs, herniated discs replaced in my neck. So for listeners, the main goal of this surgery was not because of pain, but because my right arm, which is my dominant arm, had atrophied. Uh, the disc pressed on a nerve that caused it, my muscles not to be fed. So I lost almost, I pretty well completely lost the tricep in my right arm and I lost some of my forearm too. And while it's slow going, I've just started back exercising minor stuff. But so for the first time in a year, I was able to do five regular push-ups yesterday without my right arm just giving out. I was only able to do two or three before. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy how many well, things yeah. you can physically do no problem with the rest of the muscles that would make it look like you're fine. But then certain things that just require tricep, all of a sudden you can't do. So, yeah. so like, you know, like physically, I think I'm on the mend there. And then, so I, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm happy with where things are and I'm looking, so I'm looking forward to this year. Um, and then there's also some, you know, there's some things that I feel like I've learned from 2022 that's going to help me as well. I don't know about you, but mm -hmm. I definitely feel like there's been some lessons from the year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely go ahead. How about you share first? Let me sure. give me some time to think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like one of the things was definitely just learning about that whole like having peace, uh, mm -hmm. just having peace in situations because I mean, it was, it was pretty crazy. Like, Oh, this isn't going to, you're not going to mostly we work. Like you're not going to have this job anymore. And then having peace and peace while still acting, there was something I read over the year and talked about it. I think I may have even met, mentioned you, but it was messaged you about it, but it was this idea of, uh, we should be faithful and trusting God. And I'm summarizing, but we still need to act. And so um, while trusting in God and living out faith, that doesn't mean you're just faithful and you just let life happen. That means you are faithful and you are acting. So you're from the point of view of what I was reading, it was like you're still doing work. It doesn't mean, oh, God's mm -hmm. got it. And you don't do anything, it means God's got it and I want to be part of it. So I'm going to be active doing work. So you could look at it from a personal point of view of bettering yourself while having mm -hmm. faith that God has you, or also from like point of view of so like social justice and things like that. I believe that God is acting and wants the best for this world, but in that faith. I also need to be part of that. That and that means I need to not be complacent, but I need to do work, do good work. Yeah. And so personally for me, I've learned that. Another thing was I learned that so I always consider myself kind of like a go-getter. I know I'm someone that starts a lot of things and sometimes I struggle to finish. Like I mm -hmm. said, I'm a yep. I'm I'm normally a creative person. And so I did this thing uh, called a pro scan. A friend of mine does these pro scan things where they go through your whole body, not your whole body, but they go through your whole personality and they have all these different areas that you land as a dominant or more introverted, extroverted, yada, yada, yada. And one of the things I learned, and I think it's very accurate. I 
have all these ideas. I am this go-getter. I like to start things. I like to work with people. I would prefer to just collaborate, but I can lead if necessary. But lately, there's this thing of there's these things I want to do, but and there's this is the personality I am, but people don't see it because I and I think a lot of this is my anxiety. I don't want to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. So I don't speak up. I don't step into a place where I could lead. And so I have these ideas, but I don't share. I don't present myself as a go-getter to some people. And and that even goes to like probably like one of the reasons like communicating with you less, like just being 100% honest, honest. I don't think I mentioned this to you, but like whenever, anytime I have to bring up or I don't have to, but I'm going to bring up the podcast to you. I'm always like, yeah. I always had this anxiety of I'm going to be pestering him and I'm just going to piss him off. And he's just going to say, I'm too busy for this. We just got to stop. Like, I know that's not true. And that's never happened anywhere close to that. But it's that thing of, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to make waves. So I have this personality of who I am and this, Mm -hmm. like going through this with this guy, we're going to go through it more on Monday but it's basically that idea of like, no, Ward, you're right. The way you see yourself and want to be or strive to be, you that is more your real personality. But you've lately been holding yourself back because you're not presenting mm-hmm. that to other people. And that's straight up my anxiety of I don't – what if it goes bad? What if it's rejection? What if I fail? So I just don't. So I need no. to, so that's something I've learned of just presenting myself better uh, and and not holding myself back with things. That's definitely something I learned this year. And that comes with that whole peace idea. If I'm actively doing it, things will work out. Uh, and then yeah. another, another thing I learned this year is I... I'm, I've always known that I'm good at community. I don't want to sound like pompous or arrogant or anything but i'm Mm -hmm. wired the way like i know how to do community i know how to bring people together i'm good at that but also people like me um and so for example there's churches i've been bouncing around going to different churches and some people i barely knew but i I knew i wanted to connect with more or just thought i did based on through acquaintances Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the churches, uh, they these people have started like making it a point to interact with me. You know, like we entered one of them, a guy I know that I hadn't seen in years. He and his wife started going to this church. Well, two or three day, two or three weeks ago, she came up to me just to reintroduce herself and just wanting to like, hey, mm-hmm. I saw you over here. I'm Matt's wife. Da, da, da. It's a small thing, right? But it means mm-hmm. a lot to me that I don't always have to create it, that that it's just that reminder that I didn't realize I had stopped believing that, oh, people want to connect with me too. I don't have to create Mm -hmm. community because if not, I'll be alone. If I just put myself around people, they actually like me. So that's been Mm -hmm. a really cool thing at the end of the year, seeing going to these different places, you know, like I go to Caleb's church every now and then and his leadership seem, they seem to really be into 
you know, they like me as a person, you know, it's not just like a facade doing their job, being nice and hospitable, you know, like I get along with people and I've always got along with people, but I think for sure I had for, I had stopped. I didn't realize it, but I had stopped believing that just being myself and being present is enough to make, to, to become a part of community. I felt like Mm -hmm. I have to create it if I'm going to have one. And I don't. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's another big one for me, just like personally uh, figuring all that out. So, yeah, that's that's a lot of uh, self awareness there, dude. That's that's awesome. I love yeah. to hear that. That's that's a big deal. I think as I hear you you thinking of also looking back at 2022 and thinking, what was like my common thread? Um, and I think what I noticed in 2022 and what transitioned from noticing to actually learning, because I can't say like a master or learned it completely, is communication. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I, I know it's like not philosophical, not spiritual, but it ties into like all of that. I think it's so important to be very intentional about communication, to practice good communication, and then to actually understand like all of life, like everything in the world is communicating and everything that we've experienced in 2022, like all the difficulties that in the nation, you know, in our maybe communities, all the polarization, like a lot of it was either stirred up um, or even brought to the light via form of communication. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I think that's one way that, we, I mean, maybe not even one way, maybe the way, I don't know if that's, I haven't thought that through very well, but thinking out loud right now is maybe the way we expose things, the way we bring things into the light is through the means of communication. And I've also learned that in my personal life, the reason I see businesses like the cafe that I'm at as a manager at Narrative, the the reason I see businesses flourishing is because we value communication as a team and then also as a business. Mm-hmm. It's like insanely important to maintain a good business because they, every business is runs based on relationships. And then with that said, I see one of the major struggles that Deja and I face day to day in our relationship is due to bad communication. Mm-hmm. So good communication would solve majority of any kind of um, difficulty that we have in that. And then I'm watching Rain learn to communicate. And I'm seeing the importance of her being able to express different things, um, receive um, just anything that we would like talk to her about or even that she's noticing in the world and how she's processing that information and trying to communicate. That's been also encouraging and realizing like, man, like, how like how do you express love and how do you like basically understand one another how do you grow in relationships without verbal communication uh so all of those i think things have really inspired me to look at um how communication can also lead to toxic things when it's done improperly but also how good communication can solve a lot of relational problems and I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm going to say it again. Every problem in the world is a relationship problem. And yeah. I did not come up with that. Uh, I'm going to give that quote to Dean Sherman. So, yeah. So I, I think that's a big one for me. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, the name of our podcast is talk on the way. It's all about communication. Right. right. Uh, so, yeah. and I agree with you 100%, everything you just said there, that was really good. You know, and it's so true. I mean, I, I'm sure like you and Deja, I mean, you're a married couple, married couples have tough conversations about lots of things. It may not even necessarily be about the two of you and how you're interacting, but it like you have to figure things out in life and that Mm -hmm. those, and I, those can be tough conversations. I, I know for me this year with like how ending the church and things like that, again, it was very, for me, it wasn't as difficult and they also treated me really well at the end as it was dissolving, but there were still tough conversations mm-hmm. to be had and there were tough conversations to be a part of. And I also learned what I think, again, this goes back to like my anxiety and such, what I think and I'm so worried is going to be a really tough conversation. It may be hard to have, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be bad or go or go mm-hmm. terrible if you're honest and vulnerable and you just have it i yeah. think what you know you th- you can they can be done i think a lot of times the tough conversations the hard conversations that you don't want to have are made up to be so much worse than what actually happens when you have them and 100% so, yeah, I think a lot of that. So a lot of this lack of conversation, you know, at least for me, I know is that fear of what might be. But I've learned that like if you just do it and you do it with the right spirit and you do it mm-hmm. at, from a place of love, then it's not it may still be tough, but it won't be as horrible as you're expecting it to be most of the time. So, yeah, yeah. 100%. I think looking forward to 2023, one of the things I'm hoping to establish this year and definitely not doing good, it's the 26th of January and I haven't made much headway in this area, but the word that keeps repeating in my mind is restructuring. Mm. So it's not like, it's not necessarily building a new structure. It's almost like reconstruction. Um, it's a resettling. It's looking mm-hmm. at what has been established in 2022. Like I said, there's so many changes. And now, like, how do we um, like build a foundation around that? Right. How do we restructure things in our life? Uh, not only the practical things that we do day to day, whether that's work and finances and all of that, but also the personal things mm-hmm. when it comes to like, what does my spirituality look like? Yeah. What does uh, um, the day-to-day function of following Jesus look like? Like what are some mystical and um, maybe meditative practices that I need to reignite and make consistent? So mm-hmm. a, a lot of restructuring also includes a lot of discipline. So what are some healthy disciplines I can can introduce into my life? And those also could be around like being better at communicating. So that that's going to be a big one for me. Um, I know for a fact, like financially, we need to make some changes in the fam. Uh, then business wise, you just, you know, you know, mirror just launched a whole 
new um, design of the bag and the restructuring that happened at Mirror in the beginning of this year has been like a big part of that word. So I think a lot of that. And then, oh, also like I keep thinking, I was like, what am I missing? That's right. Like everything that I've been being more and more involved in the church and mm-hmm. been doing there um, requires a restructuring also like in my personal life and looking at it and be like, man, like how to, not to sound like maybe like too religious or legalistic. It's like, how can I get back into something that looks like a quiet time? Like, mm-hmm. how can I get back into things like, uh, reading my Bible more often. Like I'm not a big fan of this, you know, new year, start a Bible reading plan. Right. I've tried it before. I don't think it's bad, but I'm not like a huge fan of that. And if I'm not a huge fan of that, like, what does that look like then? Because discipline is still important and it's not like to gain favor. It's just basically to kind of trim yourself up with like exercise, you know, mm-hmm. so, and creating those things. And then same thing, like, with exercise, I did not go back to the gym in the beginning of, you know, January 2023, but I'd love to like do more of that kind of stuff. I did start playing soccer, by the way. So I'm oh, back on, dang I'm on, back on yes. a soccer team. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, that all sounds good. And it's like similar stuff. Um, I know for me, like, and we've talked about it some, like, I don't call it quiet time. I don't think it's wrong to call it quiet time, but that's a vocabulary right. I don't use. For me, it's just yeah. liturgy. I do a lot of contemplative prayer. I try to meditate. I don't hit it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely not daily. So two things I learned a few years ago that's really helped me is one, it's okay to miss. You don't need to be guilty about missing if you miss something, if you're trying to establish a routine. It's okay to miss as long as you just the next day or the next week do it. It's not it's not starting over. It's just picking it up where you left off. Uh, then for me, I like, aside from just trying to meditate, a lot of my like, I call it like mindfulness and spirituality is I still use a book called um, uh, common prayer, a a liturgy. Uh, I'm gonna mess it up. Common prayer by uh, it's like three authors, and it's like, and it's uh, ordinary for ordinary radicals to summarize. And I used that. I've been using it for years. And then on top of that, I try to find other things here and there. Uh, but it's just trying to pray when I can and be like and meditate on things a lot. I am trying to get more spiritual. I actually. And you've mentioned this before. Uh, I think we've mentioned it on the podcast, and I know I've shared it on our Instagram. But I've started doing, I guess it was last year, little like I consider them contemplative prayer videos. And it's me, yeah. and it's like a vi- a video of the ocean or cars or different things. And there, and then over that is me doing a prayer. And it's meant to be, it's still very much Christian sounding. Uh, it's Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's liturgy, Christian liturgy that, mm-hmm. but it's the idea of it is to be, my hope is that it's also meditative. And it's usually only about a minute, minute 10. Um, so I haven't done one since maybe November. No, I did some over Advent, uh, but I got, I wrote one yesterday that I'm going to try to put together soon. But there's stuff like that for mindfulness. The, but the biggest thing I've learned is finding the things I like 
and knowing that I if I miss it's okay. I used to have a real issue of if I stopped something, I would just get out of the habit because I felt like I was starting over. Like it was, and it's not. It's just like, oh, last week was too busy. So I'm not starting over this week. I'm just picking up where I left off this week. And that for me, at least, losing that kind of guilt and feel, feeling like I messed up helps um, with me a lot. And then, like, looking forward for me, I think it's going to be like, it's time to kind of plant in a church, mm-hmm. but doing that with the intentionality of talking to people about like specifically talking to people that even if they don't want to be part of it, they can, I believe they can speak into it, talking to people about my plan to start a community here. I've been talking about it for mm-hmm. years and something's mm-hmm. always happened. So, you know, like, I do think I've found a church that I'm probably going to stick at. It's a Presbyterian church, which I've never gone to a Presbyterian mm-hmm. church before this year. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I've definitely, some people have made, have intentionally reconnected with me in ways and invited me to things without, again, without me really doing a lot. So I feel like it's going to start there and then go from there. But it's like I'm a church to be in while intentionally having forcing myself to have these conversations with the community I want to build and start that. So that's part of this year. It's, it's that idea I said, if I haven't put myself presented myself, my true self to people of what I want to do, it's the Mm -hmm. time to start doing that, having the courage to do that. So that's a big part of this year for me. Uh, And then physically recovering got to keep i just started rehab or physical rehabilitation so my main goal is i haven't surfed in a year i'm my surfboard you can see it listeners obviously can't see it but my surfboard is sitting beside me and it hasn't been in the ocean in over a year so i want to physically get to where i can do that again um yeah and then just starting to be creative again you know so which looks to as we're starting to wrap up uh before you go get rain, because I know you got to pick up your little one. Uh, But just like looking to what is this podcast going to be in 2023? You know, I want to grow it, obviously grow like interactions with others. And I think a lot of Mm -hmm. that is just putting in the time um, to like be on Instagram and stuff like that. Uh, But then also... Mm -hmm. You know, you and I have talked about wanting to get guests. And so there's a list of guests to start reaching out to. But it's again, it's that thing of like, got to reach out to them, whether it's you or me, you got to just do it. Uh, But that's a big thing. I want to start having conversations with others. So that's not just us. Um, But with that, you know, one of the things you and I have always said is we want to be as current as possible. And I think Mm -hmm. with with us just communicating, if we communicate more just in general, that'll help us be current. Cause there's a lot of things you and I talk about when we talk. So, yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's, that's really good. I'm super excited for guests. I do think uh, inviting other people with different points of views 
is is super important to the conversation. So that really excites me. Plus, it's an excuse to bring on someone I don't really know, but I kind of want to get to know. And it sounds kind of legit. Like, hey, can you come on this podcast? Yep. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for it to grow. I really hope that we can bring value to people through this medium. And then also just it helps processing life and talking about stuff not only with you, but hopefully people chime in and also like maybe resonate with what we're going through, what I'm going through. And that's very encouraging. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what I'm hoping to get out of it. But yeah, definitely looking forward to having more conversations with other people as well. So season one was a great uh, intro, was a great like beginning to for us to get into maybe some form of routine and kind of start getting the into flow of putting like actual like sound files together for what <laughs> sounds like a podcast to right. have a jingle um to have all of those things it was good it was necessary but hopefully in season two we can get the ball rolling um and hopefully uh we uh, are intentional of making the time to do it and i'm talking to myself here right so well i know that's the hard part you got a lot of stuff going on, so we'll have to figure out the logistics. Like you said, you're you're still going to be busy this year, so we can figure all that yeah. out. As much as we want to do more often than once a month, I don't know that that's possible. I think once a month is good, and if we find that, oh, we can, then we will pick it up from yeah. there. But um, yeah, but yeah, yeah we'll we I mean, can e- do that. even if we drop you know ten to twelve episodes this year, that would right. be freaking fantastic yep and i'm i'm saying it now i don't have your approval i don't have mark's approval but (laughs) not just to put it on there i want to start saying we're i'm gonna start saying mirror ads happen (laughs) just us talking about mirror coffee roasters Um, throw the link in the bio if we get any tap back from that i'll be stoked yeah dude that'd be awesome we just gotta mention it you know like i'm drinking some new mirror not this moment but i just made some cold brew of it the other day and it's it's good it's good Uh, i'm i'm and we need to wrap up but i'm gonna throw this on you real quick because i just (laughs) thought of it and if you don't have an answer that's okay because it's spur of the moment spontaneous I have something to share that was really impactful to me this year uh, that happened mm-hmm. really right at the end of the year. But is there anything that for me, it also feeds into the podcast, but it doesn't have to for you. But is there anything just that really impacted and inspired you this year, like an experience that someone like said about you personally, that was like, that really touched your heart. Like, Oh, wow. I, I made it. I didn't realize I made that kind of positive impact with that difference in a person's life. That's heavy. Yeah. I know. I mean, it, it's a lot. Uh, I think two things come to my mind instantly. And that's one is a regular in the cafe that I've really connected with. Um, Chris, um, I doubt he'll ever listen to this podcast, but still, uh, it's been very encouraging to see just his almost quote unquote character development as a character in a movie, but to see his progress day to day as he would come into the cafe, literally almost every single day, 
um, get a beverage, start have like small conversations to where those conversations would grow and we would like meet up and like talk and all of that relationship being formed. And I, uh, he said a lot of things, but I think what, one of the most impactful like conversations we had was early in the morning. He was the first guest and he just went on about how that cafe became like a safe place because of me and another barista there. And it became a place where he could actually be in a group of people and not have anxiety. Like, and wow. he hasn't experienced that in a long time. Um, so that's like, that. that's what working in the coffee industry is about for me. Like I love flavor. I love taste. I, I love all that stuff. But to see when you create a space that allows for someone to be safe, to be um, accepted and to deal with like things that they're struggling with, that's, that's like the biggest encouragement I can imagine that to me is living the Christ-like way. So that was huge to hear that from one of my regulars at the cafe. And then second was uh, after, you know, preaching my first sermon at a um, evangelical church uh, after a long time of not doing anything like that, um, just seeing the potential and hearing people's responses and seeing that like, man, like I still got the preaching thing going. Like that was super encouraging, uh, the feedback from people and hearing that, man, I can actually do the thing. Like I can preach if I need to preach. So. Yeah. Which I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm being a bad podcaster right now. Uh, but there was an episode that we put a link to that sermon so you can listen to the audio uh it's in the episode notes it was it would have been one of the most recent at the end of the it was either the last or the second to last of season one so people can find that Mm -hmm. if they hadn't listened already but yeah you can preach you're a good you're you're a good public speaker in general and you're definitely in tune with the spirit i would say so that's awesome uh thank you yeah. And that's really cool what uh, you just said about like someone feeling safe uh, ties into what made me bring this up in a way it's similar. So um, not too long ago, someone that I would consider a friend, but I don't know very well, have not had a lot of conversations with, have never had a personal one-on-one conversation with, uh, They, uh, this person, they came out to some mutual friends. Mm -hmm. And they've actually technically still not come out to me, but it was brought up in a conversation of a group of us that they were out. And I, and I heard it. I was like, I'm pretty sure they just said they came out and I just (laughs) let go. I didn't want to derail the conversation and, or make the person feel uncomfortable. But then a few days later, uh, someone that was part of that, and it was a small group of us, but someone from that group came up and said, Hey, I think you should, and I'm not going to get it word for word, but basically to summarize what mm-hmm. they told me was they, they wanted me to know that this person that I barely know, um, that I never have talked with about LGBTQ or anything like that, or my stance, they said to them, I knew I could come out to you because you are friends with Ward. Wow. And that means you're safe. 
And again, I'm not putting words in that person's mouth. That was a summary, summary of it. But basically mm-hmm. it was, these people are friends with me or friends with Ward. So they saw, they said, that must mean it's safe for me to be my 100% self and come out to these people. And they, and it will be safe for me to tell this to them because they're friends with Ward. So that, Damn. especially to know I'm happy to just to have that kind of an impact. And I didn't even know, I didn't. Honestly, I wasn't trying. Oh, specifically with that person, you know, like I have since the second half of last year, I publicly put it on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff that, hey, I'm an ally and I'm affirming. But Mm -hmm. uh, but to hear that was just really, really cool. And it was that same thing as this person felt safe with people that they knew I was friends with because of who I am am and what they saw in me as as being a safe person and that was just yeah amazing yeah that was really really cool that was really inspiring so so just more of that powerful yeah 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 dude and you've done the same thing obviously with this person at the cafe yeah Yeah. exactly you have created a, a safe place for people in your cafe yeah and I mean, both of these stories, they kind of share the idea of belonging mm-hmm. and that's super important. You know, that's technically from you know, my point of view, that's what the church should be resembling. That's who uh, I see Jesus to be like he brought, he created a space for belonging for all people. Um, yeah. So to me in my faith walk, that's, that's, that's crucial. Like we should be making places safe. We should, our very being should be a safe space for someone. Right. And the the vibes that we put out, the spirit that we come in into talking to people into different areas and neighborhoods should be a spirit of safety and belonging. Yeah, 100%. And that's kind of what, you know, at the end of the day, that's what this whole thing of talk on the way is about. We're going to disagree on things at times and we're going to we are going to have harder conversations, but it's because we want to be better and we want to help everyone f- feel like they belong. So. Yeah. yeah. Word. That's good. That's the goal. Yeah. All right. You know, but as we wrap up, I do have one word of encouragement, Ward. OK. You're looking fresh. Looking so good. Oh, thank Um, you. It's the bald head. It is. It is. You have the look. And those uh, photos you posted on the Twitters um, (laughs) look freaking fantastic. Uh, Channeling the inner surge, except with a little more emo. I guess. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You wear... You wear a lot of solid colors. I feel like I have to kind of explain this that you brought up. You wear a lot of yeah. solid color outfits, a lot more than I do. I mean, I'm wearing all black right now. So there you go. So I have yeah. recently, you can go Life on Ward. That's the Twitter. You amidst all the other stuff, you can see where I've <laughs> said I am, you know, like dressed like Sergi today. And it's pictures of me wearing like all basically all the same color. Because it made me think of you. (laughs) Yeah. Solid. Solid. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, well. yeah, this was great. Thanks uh, for opening up this new episode. 
Um, do we have an outro? We haven't created one yet. We don't have or one do that we? we we don't have one that we read. How quickly we forget. The outro though is it'll be on the end of the episode and it's you. Oh yeah, that's right. It is yeah, I. It, it is, is you. So yeah, we'll we will wrap things up. You go get your child, and uh this will be out, and then we will be coming back at you with some with new voices and new talks of church and life and faith and how sometimes we get mad at church and life and faith and all of that. So we're going to talk on the way. Thank you for joining us. We're glad to have you with us as we navigate through faith, life, and our shared humanity.